0: And then when I got to spend her last moments with her, she, uh, man, she just, she, uh, her, her last request was turn up the music. And so I turned up the music on this little 13-inch screen TV that she had in her room. And she danced.
1: Real Talk with Star Scorpio. My guest today is a proud Newfoundlander and he was a house guest on Big Brother Canada 11. And he happened to win the most popular house guest, which I know why, because he was a favorite in my household as well. His relationship with Hope was amazing to see. We're gonna get into his life before Big Brother, during Big Brother, and after Big Brother. Jonathan, welcome to Real Talk with Star Scorpio. How you doing today?
0: I'm doing good, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm super pumped to be on the podcast, man. I'm happy, thankful that you had me. Uh, I'm just super excited to dive in and get into the questions and have some fun with it,
1: for sure. Yes, let's go, bro. Yes, people don't know, but before I started recording, man, I was like, I really appreciate Jonathan for doing this. I reach out to a lot of people. And from jump, he was excited. And um, yeah, I always say I found another brother now. Yes, sir. Okay. Jonathan, on Real Talk, we like to build a timeline first, right? So first, let the people know, where were you born and raised?
0: Well, I was born in St. John's, Newfoundland. I was raised in a small community called Southern Harbor. Uh, It's like the outskirts of Newfoundland, Royal Newfoundland. Uh, I think population was like a thousand people Mm. when I was growing up. Uh, Very small community, uh, hardworking community, you know, white knuckle, blue collar. Uh, I grew up you know, working, being around hardworking men and women like my mom and my dad. So, uh, you know, uh, work ethic was instilled into me early on. So, uh, yeah, just, you know, raising a very small community. Uh, I loved it. I'm proud of it and happy to be for, from where I come from. Uh, so yeah, man, it's a little piece of me and a bit where I come from. And, uh, yeah, so it was, it was, you know, it's really cool to look back on. And cause like, uh, I don't get at home very
1: much from where I grew up to, but, uh, definitely a good upbringing for sure we you know one of my good friends um jim he was on my podcast he was a police officer here um and i had his wife on as well and she said she grew up in a small town so is it the same for you where everyone knew everyone the parents knew the kids and everything like that (laughs) yeah Yeah. it
0: is everyone knew everybody like literally legitimately like uh I mean, some and I guess that uh, is something you don't see much of these days is like yeah. living in a town where, you know, each who lives in each and every house uh, yeah. is definitely special because like, I mean, a small community like that, it's not like you live in a community, uh, just live there. It's like you're part of it. You're part of that community. You're part of a big family. Like it, it, it's definitely something special. And I didn't realize it until later in life. And I moved, moved out of the community and moved on. But uh, looking back, it was it's super special because like it, no matter what you needed, uh, if you were building a deck, there's yeah. gonna be th- three or four people show up to help you just <laughs> because they just because they want to, you know yeah. what I mean? But that's something like that's very special, mm-hmm. and uh, you know what? I kind of got that on the show, like the Big Brother show, yeah. Uh, like now, like since the show has ended, uh, if if it makes sense, like. Uh, I feel closer to, to all the house guests a little bit more so because, like, right. we all are one really big family and we're there for each other. We support each other in all our success. Mm-hmm. And especially my guy Hope, like, you know, I mean, like, we legitimately feel like brothers now. And yeah. like, we are on the show for, I think it was like 60 something days, 70 days, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I know him my whole life. So yeah. it's,
1: cool. it's, it's that amount of time you spend with that person okay. eh? in Every, solitude, right? Yeah. Mm. yeah and
0: that's the thing like uh in life now you've got your phone you got distractions everywhere like tv uh business like your your life just becomes very distracting and on the show it kind of takes all that away yeah so besides gaming i uh, you literally spend all this time with people and mm-hmm. get to know them like um it, it, it's it's definitely something special in my you know i i can't mm-hmm. you know its praises
1: you know because I, I came out of a lifeline friendships for sure yeah, it's funny that you say that because even the, the the guests that I've had on, like the Tyshawn, Kevin Jacobs, Tara, yeah. Hope, now you, I'm getting that sense. And when I used to, I'm a fan of Big Brother from back in the day, so America, and then I loved when Canada started. Oh yeah, but you see the drama. We're gonna get into that talk in a minute later, Rod. Yeah. but yeah. you see the drama in the house and you have anger towards someone resentment and that someone voted you well i thought you were my friend but gotcha. i can understand what you're saying because when you're outside of the house that experience is only shared by a small number of people in canada and you and you have that now right yeah for sure definitely yeah. man.
0: even even past seasons like i feel connected to you know so like there's a conversation there that only us can have and uh, it's, it's, definitely special. Um, I don't take it for granted. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. Sweet, man. Okay. Now, um, small town, do you, you, you mentioned to me before this started, you have a brother is you only have one sibling? Uh, two. I'm you a middle. I'm middle. Yeah. Oh, you're the middle child. Okay. <laughs> <I'm the> middle <laughs> town, yeah. How did that, how did that feel growing up?
0: Uh, it, you know, it felt great. I mean, at the time, probably not so much. I had an older brother who my older brother is, uh, quite a big man he's like six foot eight 350 pounds like he's always been a really big guy yeah uh and i got a younger brother so and being the middle kid like i, I feel like i got the best of both worlds uh because i got to develop relationships with both of them i be, yeah. i'm close to both of them where two of them are pretty spaced out age-wise i've got to have a relationship with both of them so i'm very appreciative of that sometimes being the middle kid can sound like it sucks yeah but it definitely comes
1: with pros so yeah it it was
0: it's cool man
1: i love it you know why i say that too i I forgot who i was speaking to i've had so many guests on they said they were the middle child but also the reason i'm saying this first let me age you though how old are you i'm
0: 33
1: 33 okay i'm 49 i grew up with a show called the brady bunch right and that middle child on with the girls and the boys are they were always like the mischievous ones or something happened to them or they felt left out. They were the middle yeah. child. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. so, yeah. So I like to ask that question. And okay. I'm, I'm glad you said your, your brother's height. Yeah. So you said he's six, eight. And again, you told me before we started, tell me, tell me how tall you are.
0: uh Six, five, six, five. Yeah.
1: Roughly. Roughly. yeah. Yo, giant man. <laughs> okay. And what I'd like to know too, I want to get into school for a minute, but let's stick on your height for a minute. So yeah. when I interview, I always say this on the podcast when it has to do with height. I interviewed a professional dunker. His name is Chris Staples. And um, he's 6'2". And I said, hey, were you a, a late bloomer or were you always tall? And I asked my friend whose daughter plays basketball. And then, you know, people have different stories. They shoot up. And I know people who grew late in life. Yeah, yeah So yeah. tell me when you shot up or were you always tall?
0: I think I was always tall, man. Like, I was uh, every picture I look at of elementary, like, I was always sky, yeah, <laughs> towering over everybody. My but my older brother, who's six foot eight, yeah. I think he was in grade 11, and mm. he just I think he grew like six, seven inches, like, it was crazy. Yeah. He wasn't always tall, he just and then just one day he woke up and he was like six foot eight, so yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, I've always been tall. I've always been that tall guy, and which in early ages, like you kind of feel like you're an outcast because you're tall, because you know what I mean, like
1: you're that big kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're you're taller than your dad, aren't you? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. dad was like six foot one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six one. Wow. what about your mom? How tall was she? How tall was she? Oh
0: man, she was very small. She was like five foot one, five foot two. Are you serious? Yeah. But she was the leader of the pack. You know yeah. what I mean? She, mm-hmm. she was a small one, but she had a big personality, big energy. Mm-hmm. We're all
1: big guys, but laid back. Mom, yeah. was, the, mom was the leader. <laughs> <laughs> nice to hear. Okay, sure. now school, Jonathan. How were yeah. you in school? Like, what subjects did you excel in? I like to get that that history of my guess. Uh, gym
0: was my thing. <laughs> <laughs> you t- <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> I, killed, I killed it in gym class, bro. Like, I but uh honestly man like i'm gonna be real to you, like school's never really my strong suit mm. uh i i struggled a lot through school i worked hard i had to work hard for my grades everything i did get yeah. uh i was always like an athlete coming up but uh so i really had to folk but I, which came relatively easy to me mm-hmm. but Schoolwork and like you know, especially like math and like English and like uh, and biology and all those things, I really had to focus in and work hard at. But yeah. uh you know what, I got it. I got my high school and stuff like that. So looking back at it, if it had to come easy, maybe I wouldn't appreciate it as much as I do. But I really had to put in that effort.
1: Yeah, yeah. and that translates in life too, eh? Like oh. even on the Big Brother show, you put in the effort and your job, you put in that effort, and then you appreciate what comes out of that even relationships as you know too right oh man it's, yeah it's,
0: it's like anything easy is not worth having if it's worth having is we're working for you know what i mean so like you really gotta you know the the things that are most appreciated in life are the things you work hard for so like and like goals like i mean people wake up they got ambitions and uh, aspirations and like and goals and like if they woke up and someone handed it to them they'd be like uh, okay, this is cool. But if you mm-hmm. wake up and work every day and you know put your best foot forward and one day you wake up and you accomplished it, well, it's different, right? So, yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: so true. You know, one thing I struggled with in life is I never knew what I wanted to do, man. I've had so many jobs in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, in, and some kids, like when they were teenagers, they knew what they wanted to go to university for or college for, where I just took business, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. For you, did you know what you wanted to do? Or is there a career occupation in newfoundland that most kids go into
0: uh man honestly um i still don't know what i want to do i still feel like i'm growing up and figuring it out and i'm 33 yeah. years old and yeah. i might never figure it out but i'm definitely going to wake up every day and try to figure it out work hard to get there mm-hmm. uh but yeah man like well little piece of me is like when i when i was 20 years old i had my son uh liam who's now 13. But yeah. when he was born, priority number one was just to make money, just to make money whatever way I could and just work hard at making money and try to build a life, which I did. And I accomplished it. You know, I have a home in a nice area. Uh, my son goes to a school. We got a good group of friends. And that was my goal at the time, because when I was 20 years old, I had nothing. All I had was a bed in a cot in my mom's basement. So I, my goal was to just grab the best paying job, whatever it was, and work hard at it. So I did that. And now I'm a journeyman tradesman. Uh and heat I've worked all over Canada, offshore, everywhere. Made good money, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, all due respect to the trade and, and that life. It wasn't for me, it, but it was just something I've done and been doing to make money to support my family and my son. Uh but even me going out to Big Brother, that was me taking a, a risk, a chance. That was me yeah. saying, you know what, it's time to because I lost my mom, my dad. I was like, tomorrow isn't guaranteed. Uh, so, you know, right now is the time to chase dreams. And that's what I did was I chased the dream and I ended up on the show and here I am talking to you about it. So like, it's, this is a dream, come, this is part of a dream come true. So why not work hard at something I want to, want to do now? Cause, uh, you know, I've accomplished some goals now it's time to chase more. Mm-hmm. So I'm still figuring it out, man. I'm still trying to, you know, navigate the waters and, uh, you know, put my, you know, dip my feet in different types of waters and you know test the water a little bit and so to sum it up uh i still trying to figure it out man still trying to grow up
1: (laughs) yeah you know what john thanks for sharing that like some people got to hear it too that's why i do the podcast too so people can hear other people's stories and and thanks for sharing that and yeah and the journey's never never ends right you just keep plugging away
0: and, and that's the beauty of it, man. That's the thing Like people are so focused on their destination. Like, Oh, I got to get here. Oh, I got to be there. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's the journey you'll look back at. And you know what I mean? Cause I think we all got to we all got an expiry date. There's going to be a day we're going to be sat down for the last time thinking about our lives. And it's not where you got, it's how you got there that you remember. It's all the experiences. So, and that's the way, way I live my life now is like I try to experience as much as possible because one yeah. day um, I'm going to look back at my life and, it, you know, there's only one person that looks back over your life and that's you. So yeah. I'm, I want to look back and be
1: like, you know what? I want to go there and live. So, so yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm telling you, man, this is why I'm doing this podcast. I'm telling you, I, I, I like hope did it to me too, man. You, you, you're making me shiver, bro. Like <laughs> you're this a was good awesome. guy, man. You're a good yeah, guy. Man. If I'm if I'm ever in the East Coast, man, I, I gotta look you up. Oh, um, I'll, I'll roll with the red carpet, man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you mentioned Liam, so I had my daughter young too. She's twenty five now, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I know the struggle you're talking about, man. Like it's all about survival and taking care of the family, right? Yeah, so it I, I I just like that your Liam probably sees. You know what I mean? Yeah, and your kids have to see this in in their parents. And he sees the fight in you too. So I like that too, man.
0: Definitely, man. He he does, man. He's a and I, you know, I, I couldn't uh, I couldn't be prouder of the young man he's becoming and like he's just a good kid. And like I you think I'm being biased, but I'm not. If you if, if I'd, I'd be the first one to tell him you know what I mean, you're you know, you've stepped down the line or whatever being disrespectful, but he's a really good kid and I like to think that he's seen that work ethic and stuff in me and how hard I was, you know, working to you know, build a life for us. And I I like to think that that reflected on him. And
1: I know I'm I'm proud of the young man he's become for sure. We, man, shout out Liam. Um, and now your wife too, is your wife's name Steph? Is it Stephanie? Yeah, Stephanie, Stephanie, Right. Oh yeah, bro. She's, she's my life manager. I call her and she's, uh,
0: she's gold. I've I've been very fortunate to find her. Uh, she's been in my life now for 12 years. Uh, Liam was one when we met and, uh, yeah, bro, I has been, I'm very, very fortunate and blessed. So mm-hmm. uh, I definitely appreciate what I have and,
1: and a family. So mm-hmm. amazing. All right. You know what I'm going to do? Because I, I'm liking the way this conversation is going. I'm going to ask the would you rather question now because kind of yeah. the stuff that you're saying is leading to that. And then we're going to get into the big brother talk. And I know, again, we're two or three months removed, but um, I still like having the conversation because. Absolutely. Big Brother's one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jonathan, this is a would you rather question. <clears throat> would you rather visit your younger self and give them advice for the future or would you rather visit your older self and have them give you advice for what's going on right now?
0: Uh wow. You know what? I'd probably I'd probably meet my older self. Because you know what, man, like I'm I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And the amount of life that I live now and how I lived it, good and bad, because like nobody lives all good. It, it builds you into who you are. And I'm pretty proud of the man I am today. So uh, you know, all the mistakes I've made, I you know, I'm I'm okay with them. So yeah. and if I could meet my older self, he could help me, you know feel better about what's coming because I don't know what's coming, but I know what's happened. So I'd have to go meet my older self and just, you know, chalk it up with him and see exactly what the lo- the road looks like. You know mm. what I mean? What's going to, you know, yeah, I'd have definitely had to meet, meet my older self
1: for sure. That, that's a good take, man. Like, again, I'm glad I came up with this question. I know I've heard the first one, from other people in the past like what would you tell your younger self? but the older self, i haven't heard that one so i wanted to throw that in yeah. just to see what people will want to do awesome. and i'm noticing some people that have had a hard life yeah. they want to go back and tell their younger self like yeah. don't do this make mm-hmm. sure you do this and things like that mm-hmm. and then i get the people that um want to visit their older self so yeah yeah i hey, like listen, that take
0: well listen man i've made plenty of mistakes but uh, I like to think is knowledge. It, you know, it's kind of made. It's hardened me up. You know what I mean. If you go through life and everything's too easy, I guess right. in a sense you're soft. And like that's not the way the world is. The world is not soft. You know, so you need to be not strong in the sense of, you know, rough and tough. But like strong, your mentality needs to be strong. I guess that, that you know, kind of like in the big Big Brother house, you're you're met with different situations, but you want to stay even keel. You want to be able to handle every situation, not let your emotions run too wild.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Um, yeah, man, I wouldn't change anything. Like I had a kid when I was young uh, and i like to think that that helped, you know, grow me up in a sense that like I knew I knew what needed to be done. And so, but now I don't know what's coming in the future. So yeah. I'd, I'd like to have a little bit of an insight
1: on it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now this is a four-parter, right? Whether oh. you chose your younger self or your older self, these four questions is to do with your younger self. What would you tell your younger self about money? Ooh, that's a good one. Um,
0: that isn't everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we all need to make money survive. It's the way the world works. You know, money is what makes the world go round. In the sense that it it can, it's not end all be all, but it can. Give you a sense of comfort and help you live your life but it's not everything don't just chase money because like if you're working hard at something just for the money one day you're going to wake up and go back and be like wow i lost all that time spent all that money but am i where i want to be am i doing what i want to do mm-hmm. because like you can make money at everything people kind of get it in their minds that like you need to make money at one certain thing you need to make money at this and you need to make money at that and like you kind of lose focus on what You feel, your, you know, because like people, you don't want to hide your emotions. I don't care what anyone says. Mm -hmm. You want to feel things. That's the joy of life is feeling. You feel good. You feel bad. You feel sad. You feel happy. You feel angry. You feel joy. These are all feelings, us as human beings. Money, you know, you chop a tree down, you make it out of wood, like your paper or whatever. That's man-made. But feelings, that's God-given. So you definitely Mm got to feel, you definitely got to feel in life too. Mm -hmm. Money, obviously, it's been, you know, important since you know the time, like you, you need it to you need it mm-hmm. but you also need to live your life so mm-hmm. money isn't everything you know yeah. take your time figure it out and you know money will come as long as you work hard but no one said you can't work hard at you know achieving the goals and chasing stuff that you want to be mm-hmm. obviously grabbing and making money because you,
1: you feel like that's the only thing you got to do is make money mm-hmm. no good oh, that's a good answer and i know there's no wrong or right answer with this yeah, but yeah. some people shake me man and that was that was well said <laughs> what would you tell your younger self about family
0: that it isn't that is everything you know what i mean because as a kid i mean growing up like i mean i guess every kid's like you kind of you know what i mean you lose so on, you know you take your family for granted your mom your dad you're gonna be your mom forever your brothers whatever uh, but I'll be like, you know, keep a good relationship with your family. You know what I mean? I always be, you know, make an extra effort, you know, a lot of time to talk to your family, be with your family, whatever the case may be, because the, ultimately they're the people that are there for you. They're, you know, and family can cannot just be your immediate family. It can be your best friend. It can be, you know, you know, your uh your uncle, or your aunt, or someone, you know, someone you're very close with because like I'm gonna be with you, I got friends that I consider family and that are there yep. for me like brothers. Yep. You know, and, and so uh just you know, make the time, allot the time to have a five minute conversation with someone that means something to you because you know their time
1: and and is very important. So family is very important, I'm gonna tell myself. Nice. Okay, right. on a roll. What would you tell your younger self about friends? That you know, uh Appreciate
0: them because I'm gonna be real to you, like good close friends that actually uh, don't want nothing from you. All they want is to see you succeed and be happy. Are hard to come by. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. And today, like people can, you know, act as your friend because they want something from you. Like you know, but like true friends uh, are very hard to come by. And you know, so and I got I, I'm fortunate enough to have close friends. And like coming from Big Brother, like I got people that I like hope. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. it goes back to family. Like I literally love that guy. Like he's a brother and mm-hmm. would do anything in the world for him and want nothing in return. So like those, those are special relationships. So uh yeah, friends are, you know, uh, a must. And like, yeah. if you got one or you got 15 or you got, you know, five, whatever case may be, definitely appreciate them and go out of your way to keep them in your life and don't let them go.
1: Yeah. yeah. This guy, this guy. <laughs> Last one, Jonathan. What would you tell your younger self about love?
0: Oh, that it is complex and complicated. And once you think you gotta figure it out, it you don't. Uh it's uh something very beautiful, uh, very special, uh, and like it's it it can come at you out of nowhere. Like when you least expect it and it can come at you of all shapes and forms like your mother's love father's love your brother's love friends love it's 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 definitely one of the things that you feel like it goes back to what you feel that's life you know and if you're fortunate enough to feel love in your life well you're doing something right
1: so like you know keep it going oh, man <laughs> jay <you know. laughs> i just got people know yo you while you're talking the teasers that can come out of this podcast, like I put the whole podcast out, yeah. but some people say some profound things that I'm like, oh man, I got to chop this up and just put it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing Good all care, those. Man. Okay. Now, Big Brother Canada. The first mm-hmm. thing I want to know is, um, did you watch any seasons before your season?
0: I did. Uh, To be honest, I watched a lot of the American one growing up. I watched it with my mom uh, actually a lot growing up, um, and then like later in the uh, Canada seasons, mm-hmm. I was working offshore. I was in Alberta, so I didn't really consistently get to watch it. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is seasons I've I've I binge watched my because my wife is a super fan. She's watched every episode of every season. She is ecstatic about Big Brother, and me too also. But like she's a super fan. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I've watched like uh, season seven. Uh, you know, I, I've watched all the seasons with my fellow Newfoundlanders on it because, like, I wanted to show my support. Yeah. Um, so, like, I've watched probably season two, seven,
1: nine, and ten. So, they're the seasons I've watched entirely. Yeah. 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 Okay. And how did you mentally prepare? So, when you found out you're going to be on the show and you know you're going to have to come. Was it, it's filmed in Toronto, right? In in my city, right? It, it is. right? Yeah. So when you found out that you're going to be on it, how did you prepare? Because you're going to leave your wife. You're going to leave your son and the activities that you're going on and everything. How did you mentally prepare for that?
0: Uh, to be honest with you, I, uh, I just kept an open mind. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go in there with any strategic gameplay. I'm not going to go in there with any motive. I'm just going to go in there and let things come to me as they are. And try to read because i feel like i'm a good people reader mm-hmm. i feel like i can read people in 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 a, a pretty accurate way mm-hmm. uh so i just went in there and i was like you know what i'm just gonna take every day and each experience as a comes and try to you know do my best to navigate the waters mm-hmm. uh build relationships that was huge for me because like ultimately yeah, you go on the show to win yeah. but uh, to me like i'm an experienced junkie i'm i love to meet people people from all over like I was hoping to meet people from all over Canada, and I met people from all over the world, man. So yeah. if I could sit down and talk to people about their their history and just listen, man. I'm a bit, i I love to listen. I love to hear people's stories. Mm. So like uh, when I got like the crown, like uh, you know, you know those pe- those people in that crown mean so much to me because they yeah. told me all about their lives, where they come from, what they represent, mm. and it it truly till the day, you know, till the end of me, I will cherish those stories and memories for a yeah. long time. So uh, it wasn't really so much as going in there with a game plan. It was more like going in there ready to experience an experience like no other. So, uh, which it was. And, uh, yeah. but the hardest part being away from my family was incredibly hard. I was not prepared for how hard that was truly going to be. Yeah. Because you, don't, you don't get any contact with them. Right. So mm-hmm. like, cause like I've been away before for like, uh, in the middle of the ocean, but I could always make that phone call at least once a day. Right. And when you don't have that mm-hmm. game changer. Game yeah. changer. And I but well, like the production or and the people taking care of you are like, you know, second to none. They yeah. helped me sleep at night knowing that they had everything under control and if anything was wrong, they would alert me immediately. Mm-hmm. So like uh I'm very appreciative of the people behind the scenes because they took care of me and gave me a sense of comfort that I needed throughout the whole experience.
2: Nice. So
0: uh yeah, man, it was it was definitely challenging, but uh and gameplay I didn't really have
1: one, but uh, I like to think it worked out pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. Um, I just want to backtrack for a minute. you did I hear right? Your parents, your parents.
0: Yeah, they passed away. Um, be uh, okay. I'll start from the beginning. Uh, before COVID, uh, when COVID just started taking off, my father just sat down in his chair, had a massive heart attack, passed away while he was having a nap. Um, that was that was pretty traumatic. It was uh, actually really, really traumatic. And then 10 days, no, yeah, 10 days later, we found that my mom had stage four cancer. Uh, so she had, uh, liver, bowel, bone cancers, um, and lung cancer. Uh, she, so eight months after my dad passed during COVID, she passed. So, uh, I got to spend luckily to spend the last moments with her. Uh, she, uh, and you know what, man, those eight months of her having cancer and being in tremendous amount of pain, she never complained once, not one time, not one time. Like through the whole experience I noticed, I was, like she's smiling, she's laughing, she wants to be with the grandkids, like, she wants us to be around, it's all she wanted, and she always had a smile on her face. And uh, I think me and my brothers did more complaining for her, because we were just upset. And, uh, excuse me, she... Uh, and then when I got to spend her last moments with her, she, uh, man, she just, she, uh, her, her last request was turn up the music. And so I turned up the music on this little 13 inch screen TV that she had in the room. And she danced, she danced like her, her little feet moved and her eyes were yellow from the jaundice of her, her liver, uh, her kidney, uh, or jaundice of her, uh, cancer and, uh, yeah, man. She just didn't complain once, even when she passed away. Like, uh, and that's what kind of led me to, to chase my, you know, goals and dreams, and like led me to be on Big Brother. Because if that, because I knew something in my heart told me that, like, if she can go through that whole thing, eight months of battling cancer and pain and suffering, and not complain once and just enjoy life and what it was, I owe it to myself to you know step out of my comfort zone and try to do something that you know most seemed undoable for me so Mm -hmm. you know i I, it motivated me in a way that i never thought i could be motivated so life is short not to be taken for granted uh right now is the time to chase the best you you know chase your best version of yourself don't chase anybody else don't chase you know we all look at screens and like oh look what they got look what they're wearing look how they look don't chase that you know you can role model yourself but you know ultimately chase the best version of you and so i went on that show and um i said when i went on that show i was going to be me to the fullest and that's what i was no matter what situation whether it be good or bad i was going to be me and uh that's what i did so and uh i owe it to my mom because her 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 famous saying to me growing up whenever i was sad mad angry don't worry mom loves you be yourself that was it and uh I live my life
1: by that way. I'm just gonna be myself to the
0: fullest.
1: Um, first of all, sorry. Sorry about the loss of both Uh, your parents. I didn't um I don't know if like you were ready to share that or it's okay to share it. So but I thought Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, it's absolutely good. I
0: appreciate it, man. I like talking about it. And that's the thing. Like, I'm at the point now where, like, talking about stuff like that is – because that's, you know, another thing we do is we hold in our emotions and it's okay to talk about stuff. It's okay to, you know, let, let, let things you're not comfortable out because, like, you know, yeah, the world can be an ugly place, but also be a very lovely place. You know what I mean? It can be ugly, but it can also be lovely. And, um, yeah, man, I'm a, I'm a lover. I, I love I love
1: to live life, and that's what I'm all about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, thanks, Jonathan. Oh, I already feel connected to you, man. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. Back to the show now. So I asked Hope this same thing, man. So you know when I message you, I want to I want to get your side of it. So I heard mm-hmm. Hope's side of it um on um his connections with people and how it started with you and him. So I want to hear now to balance it out. When you first got in the house, so first of all, let me know when that door shuts you new surroundings new people it's like where do you start and because you watched the show already you know how things go and the progression and things like that but being in it is different so oh, yeah. it's like where do you start did you click with anybody and how was that feeling being in the house looking around
0: uh well oh man that feeling is I don't know about everyone else me like i don't know if i showed it but i was nervous i, yeah. I was so nervous man i was uh i was also hyped but then yeah. uh, to be honest with you before i walked in the house i seen hope that like, he yeah. was right in front of me he was sat in a chair in front of me and i was like i have got my work cut out for me this guy is a mega athlete <laughs> he was like he's like I don't, you you've seen hope he's like yeah, a physical specimen like he are yeah. you know i mean He's incredible, but yeah. I also seen him I was like, man, me and this guy are going to get along. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I just, we just had a lot of the same interests and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I walked in the house, I was nervous. I was nervous, bro. But I wanted to get to know everybody at the same time. Yeah. But the, and we were all probably nervous, everybody. But I, I really connected first with the. Uh, Immediate was was Rob. Me yeah. and Rob connected, and we, <laughs> you know, we're still connected. We're still close. We're really good friends. You know what I mean? We're like brothers too. Uh, I think him and him and Hope are people I, I talk to the most. Yeah, but uh, we're all pretty close, and I felt connected. Like me and Claudia, we hit it off pretty early. I think that's that East Coast connect. East Coast, she, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <you> no, know, <laughs> you know, she's a she's fantastic too, man. So, and me and Hope, we we connected at first, but it wasn't like like you know. Super connected, mm-hmm. but like I think that was the beautiful the beauty of our relationship was because mm-hmm. like we were like brothers. We you know we argued like brothers, we made up like brothers, we had each other's back no matter what. Um, and and there was a couple times where me and Hope actually had to sit down and hash it out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like we did, mm-hmm. but because of we did those things, we became so close. Like honestly, like I mean, when I when we first got off the show, and he went his way, and I went my way. I felt like sad because I felt like my, I was missing my brother. You know what I'm saying? Because we yeah. were together every single day and we talked. Every, he knew my quirks. I knew his quirks. He knew when I was upset, I knew he was upset.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, and I think that's very special. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So our relationship is is amazing. Like, you know, I am I still miss him. I can't wait to get up and try it on and kick it with him. You know what I mean? So. Yes. Nice. Uh, nice yeah so it's it, immediate connection was probably like just rob but like over the span of like the first week me and hope started connecting because i'd like to think me and hope are a lot of like we have uh you know good hearts like hope, yeah. hope man he's everyone sees hope the energy guy the, the the physical specimen he is like you know but i know hope on like a deeper level and like yeah. The biggest thing about hope and what makes him so special, and I tell him every day, like he's got potential of yin yang and like he's destined for greatness. I feel, yeah, uh, is his heart, man. He got yeah. such a good heart. Uh, his heart's always in the right place, uh, and I could see that early on in the game. Uh, You know what I mean? Even when decisions like stuff, you know, we're getting a little gamey, a little nasty and stuff. Mm-hmm. I could see he wore it. Like you yeah. know, he he definitely wore it. Like you know what I mean? And that that's sign of like a good hearted person. Yeah. So like. Uh, yeah, no, I mean I got high praises
1: for hope, and I'm very uh yeah, fortunate that I came out of that whole experience with someone I'm so close with. Yeah, and and I, I can tell what kind of person he is because he was another one that I reached out to, as you know, did yep. the podcast. He was so supportive, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, let's do it. And I can tell in the podcast while he was talking to me mm-hmm. that he was a genuine person.
0: Oh, he isn't is. people. Yeah, he's big energy. Like everyone sees the big energy, and that's what makes him special is his energy. Mm-hmm. But he also has like you know, positive energy. Like yeah. he, he's a hype man. He, he, you know, I mean, when you get to know him, like he's truly would do anything for you kind of person. Like he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a good hand man. And I'm, I'm very privileged to know him and let alone be
1: so close and friends with him. Mm-hmm. And you said something, you said Rob, I really liked Rob. Eh? I was really upset. And I asked Hope about that whole situation. Cause I didn't like the way things went down with Rob. Yeah. He was one of my favorites. And yeah. um, when he got to me he got done dirty right so oh, i was yeah. like
2: why yeah. why is this why is this
1: happening mm-hmm. and then i think that's when i seen your emotions come out first yeah so give me a little two minute synopsis of what happened in your eyes oh bro like
0: uh in my eyes like At the beginning of that show, we had it made. Like, I was just like, we're going to have fun this, you know what I mean? We're going to, we're going to go coast by with this all guy lines. And like, even when people know about it, they're not, if they challenge us, like, we're going to come back at them. Like, you know, maybe I got to figure it out. Maybe I'm very fortunate in this game right now. Yeah. Uh, But I was running. I was running. Uh, I guess things went sour on the inside. And that POV that Rob went up got backdoored. Mm hmm. I was so upset. I was so upset because like I felt I trusted everyone in that alliance so very much. Right. Like, you know, uh me, Rob, uh Taw, Zach, and Hope. I think that was the five that we were in that alliance with. Um, so I, I was completely taken off guard. Like I was I was really taken off guard and I was so close with Rob. And I mean that was my brother, That's the guy I trusted the most at that point. Uh and like I was faced with a decision I could either let it happen or I could fight for him. And, like, to be honest with you, like, you're in that game and, like, people can be like, oh, yeah, game comes first, whatever. But at that time it was instinct with me, and that was to go to war for my brother. And, like, I felt like he was uh, shafted a little bit on the whole thing. So I was like, I got to give him a fair, you know, uh, uh, you know, help level the playing field a little bit. So I went to war for him, and I was like, you know I mean? You know, because I knew he had a fight ahead of him. Yeah. I just I just wanted him to know he wasn't going to fight it alone, and yeah. I, I was going to be there with him, whether it be someone to talk to or someone to help gain to keep him there, whatever it was, I was going to be there for him, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I, you know, like I do now, I'm, I I really I care about the guys as a person and a man, and as, and I care about our friendship. So, and when you're in that house, you kind of forget you're in a game a little bit. That's what like, I was. I was wondering about that too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you forget you're in a game, and you're and just who you are kicks in. Like you know what I mean. So and. Like, I knew that if the shoe was on the other foot, I would want someone in my corner. Because mm-hmm. on the outside of life, my family's in my corner. And then when you're in that game, it's kind of like, that's stripped away. you got no one in your corner.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: you kind of build these bonds. And like, you know, at that point, like, he looked at him as my family in that house. And like, I didn't want my family walking out that door. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to do whatever I can to fight to keep him here. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm, I'm sad that it ended up with him walking out the door, but we definitely fought him to stay and i know he fought for himself to stay and uh, ultimately i just wanted them to know they
1: wouldn't for the law that yeah he somebody in his corner yeah i appreciate you saying your so i can i can hear that as well from a different perspective yeah um but everything you're saying yeah uh hope was saying the same thing um yeah. and speaking of claudia though i'm my daughter ran into my daughter my wife ran into claudia downtown toronto and renee oh, cool. i believe renee, oh, and and, renee. yeah renee. And they Oops. took a picture. And I reached out to Claudia, but she's supposed to be on the podcast. But uh, the timing, she's doing certain things right now. Yeah. So I don't want to yeah. bother her right now. But, um, yeah, speaking of Claudia now and the girl crew, um, did you click with any of the girls besides Claudia because of that East Coast connection? And oh. did you think of having an alliance with the girls, like a side alliance?
0: Oh, but Well, the funny thing is, like, at the beginning of the game, well, at the beginning of the game, me and Renee always had a really good, close relationship. Like we always had, like I don't know why good chemistry. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of the game, even when she was on the block, like I told her, I was like, "Listen, like I'm gonna, you know, kind of fight to keep you here." And like I believe that she had a lot of game left in her, and which she did. I was, I stand, I sit correct. Yeah, she was a beast of a game player, social, you know, social, social juggernaut. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I got really close with Renee. Um, uh, but I guess later on the game that kind of sour because we both went in our different directions, we couldn't really have that sense of game trust. But we always loved each other, like we knew we had each other's best interests. Like, we my bed was next to hers in the flamingo room, so mm-hmm. we had a really close relationship. And I, I love Renee a bit, man. Yeah. She's great, she's good stuff. I miss her actually talking about her, yeah. And, uh, and Shania, man, like she, Shania, oh my god, I can't say enough good things about her. Mm -hmm. And we were originally supposed to have an alliance with Sinead, me and Rob and Sinead.
1: I remember that. I think the TV, they showed it that on TV, right? They showed that,
0: yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was super pumped about that because I was like, Sinead, you know, when you meet people and you just instantly know they're good people, Mm -hmm. I got that with Sinead. And uh, I was right, I sit here correct on that one too. Because especially in Jury, I got to know like really, really hash it out, especially with Dan too, Dan S, like we became close in in Jury. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, yeah, man, like Shania. I believe that Shania was very capable in that game. Like she showed it so many times, especially in the first HOH um, where you had to hold on the endurance one. Like it was like a yeah. week you had to hold on. Like, I don't know if they showed it on TV, but she had, she was fourth and she had let go to a sense where she shot, thought she was done, but then she like fought back and she held on for another like hour and a half, two hours. And so that really showed me that she had, Uh, heart so and then she won that pov that ultimately sent me home yeah (laughs) Uh, like i told her man she was trying to make the decision on what to do do what's best for you i totally understand Mm -hmm. but uh when she won that pov i seen her lock in i seen her lock in and accomplish something so and man she had so much she had a lot of heart in that game like i I think she had one of the biggest hearts in the game for sure so Mm -hmm. i you know and the girls and obviously you know koozie and anika and santina we were all close and Mm -hmm. like uh, you know you know it was great relationships all around for sure Mm -hmm. especially now after the show
1: yeah you know who i was i was um rooting for too with santina yeah. yeah man i was and i remember you had a conversation where she told you something in confidence and then i and then it showed you saying her uh secret i forgot what it was now H-O-H. So funny, yeah she H-O-H. oh the secret hoh or something the right that- H-O-H. Yeah, yeah. yeah and i was like jonathan's not going to say anything and then it showed a uh, clip of. It showed me <laughs> I, clearly, like- I, know.
0: I know yeah i've seen that actually but uh yeah no man she tried we you know what me and santina we kind of like we we always like um uh, it was just like two good friends hanging out and we always like we talked a bit again but not much mm-hmm. but we always just hashed it we always we trusted each other. Mm-hmm. And then when I told, like, I held on to that secret for a couple of days. Yeah, I, yeah. I really intended on not telling anybody. Mm-hmm. But my alliance to CRAM, which I was part of first, mm-hmm. uh, they were kind of uneasy because they didn't know. So I was like, ah, do I tell them? Do I not tell them? But then when I seen that they were kind of really, like, worried about who was going to go up, I told yeah. them. I was yeah. like, don't worry. I know who the HOH is. She, she can be trusted. She has the same plan yeah. as us. And then I was like, maybe I can make a bridge to get Santina to work with the Crown. Yeah. And me and Hope went to work for that. Like, Hope, me and Hope really put in a lot of work to try to get the Crown and Santina to align and work together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it didn't work out. But uh, yeah, no man, like it was. <laughs> I did tell the Crown about Santina's secret HOH, but yeah. it was a, it was in a, it was in a good place. So I yeah. you know what I mean. It was a good place. Yeah, it was
1: necessary for was you necessary. at that moment. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Sorry. Yo, you know, you said something about you can read people and things when you when you first meet yeah. them. So I always ask this question to my guests, and I remember talking to Taisha, and he said something funny. But um, when you first get there, and now you're talking to people, having conversations, and you're getting to know them personal and game. Do you have a sense of who's not telling you the truth and who you can really trust? Because I already know from the relationship with Hope. And Rob, I know you had their trust, but I'm talking with someone like Zach. I think his name is Zach. The one that really yeah, messed things up. Could you see, like, the, the 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 not trust in some of these people just by talking to them?
0: Uh, yes and no. Uh, with Zach, uh was relatively complicated at first. Because, uh, like, I trusted Zach completely. I, I looked at, you know what I mean? I was like, man, we're boys. Like, I even said to Rob, I was like, no, man, Zach is one of the boys with us is gaming with us. You know what I mean? He, and mm-hmm. he's, you know, uh, I give him praise. Like he was, he went in there to play and like, he played hard. Maybe that was, you know, played a little bit too hard to quick. Yeah. But, uh, he was good too. Like, you know, he got that social thing about him that like, he can go around and bounce around and talk to people. But I always got that sense that he was there to play a play. So I didn't really know if he was willing to make the really hard, which kind of didn't seem at the time made sense. Like, you know, uh, moves, mm-hmm. uh, he wanted to make big moves too early, I thought, but uh, that was just my personal opinion. Um, but I didn't get the sense that he, you know, I didn't read that situation right I, I think I was wrong on that one. Yeah. Uh, and Todd, too, because, like, me and Todd were close at the beginning of that. Like, I, I think there was a point in time there at the beginning of the game, he was the one I trusted the most. Like, I was like, yeah, no way, no way. Like, me, actually, me, Todd, and Claudia had a, an alliance called Three of the Kind. I don't know if they showed that. Wait,
1: I don't remember that.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. The con, like you know i always tell him he got a little east coast in there right i still tell him this day
1: yeah
0: um yeah and so like but like that's the game you know what i mean it's, it's a very very hard game that's a very uh like i'm very good at reading people but at the same time you can miss things and yeah. in that game, you miss one thing that could mean the end <laughs> it it's be- all right it's all right <laughs> yeah, be over. uh <laughs> because at one point me and hope thought we had the whole game by a throat we're like yeah we're gonna you know we're, we're Austin Santina, we're going to dominate Austin, the crown. We got this whole thing figured out the next mm-hmm. week, two of us were on the block. I went home. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's day to day in there, man. And like each day is like a month. Yeah. Like, so much can happen, you know? So, mm-hmm.
1: And there's one thing about planning and having your alliances and stuff, but big brother throws in their wrenches in the, in the plan too, sometimes. Right. So that, that, that screws things up sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like and every, every every week is different. Every day is different. Big Bowler does an amazing job of keeping things interesting because, boy, it's interesting in there, top and bottom. Like you don't know what's coming. And that's part of the experience is like you really don't know what's coming. Isn't that crazy? Like that's fun, though. Like how many of us wake up every day, mm. do the same thing, go to bed, wake up, do the same thing. In there, you, you really don't know what you're going to get into that day. So, <laughs> yeah, it's incredible right? Like, it's, it's pretty cool.
1: Mm. So, you know what that leads to now? The sleep. Like, I like asking about that, that sleep pad Outside of the house, are you the eight to ten hour sleeper or are you up in the morning? Because your industry to the job you do. It seems like you get up early, right? But how was sleep for you in the house?
0: I found it pretty good. That was my favorite time of day, actually, was going to bed. Like, I mm-hmm. loved it. because everybody forgot about game man you're laughing you're making fun like the flamingo room was fun and the toucan room as much as i don't tell any of them i said this was a blast yeah because <laughs> you team flamingo right yeah. but uh no man and like you could hear him laughing like and hope man he i could hear him like the energy he brings in the nighttime of bedtime like i did so much laughing with him is uh it was a good time bedtime was wicked and like mm-hmm. sleep like you didn't know if you're going to get a like they, they changed it, right? Like you yeah. know, you might get so many hours, nights so many hours, like but you, you did get sleep in there. Uh, but I didn't find it bad, man. I, I actually liked it. But like you said, I'm used to getting like three and four and five hours sleep a night and waking up and doing a full day's work. So yeah, yeah, nothing different, really, right? So uh, but yeah, no man, it was good. Sleep was good, especially
1: like when I had to bed to myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, and also now when it comes to food. Outside, you're 6'5, you're a big guy. You, how is your, your, your diet? And then when you go into the house, tell me about the slop. And also, do they feed you enough in the house? Oh my god, they feed you so good. And
0: that was the thing in there. Like, I I, eat, I actually don't eat as much as you would think. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm probably about 220 pounds. I'm six, I'm 6'5. Six mm-hmm. I do eat a lot, don't get me wrong. But yeah, in the house they feed you so well, man. Anything you want, that like you request it. Uh, now, uh, and they, they usually stay on top of it. They do an excellent job of keeping you fed. Like you never go hungry in there. You always got plenty of what you like. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really good. And like you had protein, like whatever you wanted. Like it was pretty good that in sense. um, and you always had your meat. and that was another thing about in the house, like we all kind of, when we had supper or dinner, as you, yeah. I call it supper, mm-hmm. um, we all came together. We all sat at the table. No matter how tense things were, how ugly things were getting game wise, we all came together and sat down and had our meal together. Oh, nice. Not nice! Every day, but most days, right? Because we had our cooks, we had our chefs. You know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So. yeah. No man, eating in there was good. I must say, I did lose twenty pounds in there, though.
1: Why are you serious?
0: Yeah, well, like 17, 18 pounds, I lost. But uh, I think that was just, like, from the whole experience of, like, you know, of course, stresses, yeah. not yep. eating, not exercising as much as I usually do. So, the appetite's not really there. So, it was mm-hmm. a combination of things. But I, to be honest, I kind of like dropping that weight. I think it looked kind of good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You look good now, man. You're sheeting, mm-hmm. the, the beard's lined up nice. Nice, man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to line up for this, man. Like, uh, yeah. before Yeah. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) yo tell me something man mental health is such a big topic now and a lot of people get anxiety and stuff let me know were you like a go-to guy because I'm sure people but you know you missed your family too but let me know were you like a go-to guy if someone was feeling really homesick or did you have someone that you went to was there someone else there that you can talk to and they make you feel at home make you feel at ease was there anybody in the house like that
0: uh absolutely man i think uh i think that's the reason why i was so over with the house guests is because like i did a good job of dropping game and just being human and like sometimes people just especially in that kind of environment you need sometimes you just need an ear someone to talk to mm-hmm. uh, i don't you don't even have to say anything just someone to listen so i'll definitely that for I, th- I like to think a number of people because like I, I just that's just who i am i'm always like to be there for for my friends and my family and like just listen um I mean, hope did a lot of that. We did a lot of kind of hiding away and just chit-chatting, man. Like because we both, you know, everyone in there got homesick from one time or another. I know, yeah. I know, hopefully because we spent so much time together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to reassure him that, like, you know, you got a beautiful girl you have to wait for, your family there you to wait for, your are all supporting you. Because that time you just you need that pick me up. Yeah, uh, hope was there for me, uh, but someone that I was also like I felt that sense of comfort with uh, that I knew if I like I felt like I let someone down or let myself down or I miss my family it was Koozie. Uh, yeah. Koozie was definitely someone I respected and I took her word to the bank. Like whenever, and you know, not just game, but like, you know, human aspect of it. Like I, if I felt bad about it, if I let myself down, I lost the HOH or, or I missed home. I was missing my boy. I was missing my wife. I always talked to Koozie too. Like I always went to her and like, some people probably thought we were talking game, but really we're just being human beings and, being there for each other, yeah. so she was definitely someone that I leaned on at
1: times just to help get me through that for sure. Yeah, nice, thanks for sharing that. Um, game wise, now when you came into the house, where it, you know what I don't like about Big Brother or Survivor, any of my shows, I don't like when people <laughs> throw competitions. I watch a lot of reality TV, yeah, I like when people go. Balls to the wall in competitions, man. But I know there's strategy behind things, but I like to see that competition. When you came into the house, did you want to win competitions and be that beast? Or were you just laid back? Or, like, to do it for yourself, too? Like, I want to prove that I can do this. Like, how was that for you?
0: Well, honestly, man, like, uh, there was was not one competition that I didn't give my all. But there was competitions I felt like I didn't need to win. Because, like... uh, especially the first couple, like I think uh, step right up. Uh, Cause I only played HOHs. So I never got to play one POV. Yeah, there on. six, six POVs while I was there. I never got to play one. Yeah. Which sucks. Mm-hmm. But, uh, because like the reason why I wanted to play a POV is because like, when you're playing a POV, you got some hype people, you, you know, you got other house guests just hyping you up and yeah. HOH, you don't. It's just quiet and everybody's versus everybody. Yeah. So I always wanted that little bit of hype, but I also wanted a chance of the POV. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, no, man, it was... Uh, I never threw one, but at the same time, there was ones that I felt comfortable not winning. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, because like I felt like I was over... I was in good standing with a lot of the house. Like You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I, I don't think anybody would have willingly put me up to get me out. And uh, so I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't have to win. But there was times I wanted to win because I wasn't sure what was going to happen to someone I was close with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I wanted to give myself and the people I was working with a sense of safety. Safe, so the, yep. there was a couple, I think there was an HOH, uh Todd's first HOH, the first one in the one, uh, mm-hmm. the one we had to hold on to endurance I can't remember the name, Bowie one. Yeah, uh, I really wanted to win that. Not in a sense I wanted to eliminate anybody, more so than anyone else, but I wanted to A, prove to myself that I could win, B, give everyone in my alliance a sense of safety, which mm-hmm. is something I never had like in in a in a little bit at that point. So okay. I really let myself down. That goes back to Koozie. Like I, I think they showed on a digital, digital Daily or something. My wife showed me that I was really down and I talked to Koozie, but and kind of brought myself back up. Yeah,
1: yeah. tell me something. Was there one point because I was I was kind of upset because you were one of my favorites from the jump, and I swear there was one show where I thought you wanted to leave, like it was showing like you weren't sure if you wanted to be there because of all the stuff that happened. I think maybe yeah. Rob left or something and yeah um, you were in the bedroom and i'm like is he gonna leave but um
0: yeah no it was um honestly i think i know i know what a period of time you're thinking about I i was considering it mm-hmm. it wasn't because of uh the game or people in it it was just like i felt like i was doing a disservice to the game because i was like man i can't that was it i, yeah. I was like i can't because at the time, I think I was faced with a decision either I I can of stand with Rob or I, I'm like, okay, I play the game and I just send him home and no big deal. And I was just like, I got to go against who I am to send him mm-hmm. home and just go with the flow or I go, go against what I thought was the game strategy. So yeah. I was like, either way, I'm, kind of, I'm going against myself. Or I'm going against what I felt like the game had to, what way the game had to be played. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going against what way I thought the game would play. I was like, you know what, I got to stand with him. Uh, and fight, and I was like, if it gets me out the door next week, so be it. But wow. I'm gonna be true to myself, opposed to playing the game how I thought. But the game can be played in so many different ways. Everyone goes in there with with the mindset of, oh, I'm gonna do this, and gonna sh- I'm gonna do that, and that. It all changes because <laughs> if, if you watch on TV, you see people on TV, but when you're in there, you're sat down with people. It's it's yeah, yeah. it's just
1: different, right? So like it's it's very challenging, but also very rewarding experience mm-hmm. for sure. Sweet, yeah. sweet. Okay, and now you talk, you talked about the camera. Sometimes you you forget your real personality comes out and stuff. It was so funny when I was talking to Tara from season uh, nine, nine? no, yeah, eight. nine, Ty, Taishan season nine. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. So, when I was talking to her, she said she forgot about the cameras and she actually bumped into one. So, <laughs> it and you're tall, there's cameras everywhere. Do right. Do you? Are you aware of the cameras all the time, or does it get to that point where, like, this is my life, and you forget the cameras are there? Or are you always mindful, like, I can't say this on TV. I got to watch my step here. I forgot they were there so many times.
0: Uh, so many times. Like, i will just be kicking it in the flamingo
1: room or 2 room
0: or down in the kitchen, especially in the library. I forgot they are there so often. But like I was comfortable knowing that I got nothing to hide, you know yeah. what I mean. i was comfortable being myself. That's when I went on the show. I was like, I, you know, I, I'm just comfortable with myself, and like, so I, you know, I never really worried about it. So that's the reason why I forgot they were there. Mm-hmm. But I was, but at the same time, you, you know, they're there. Some yeah. <laughs> one time, hope, yeah, it's so funny. I'll never forget it. We're in the library, and all the, ca- the cameras around me. Just that's what they do sometimes, right? Yeah, was like, what the heck? He's like. Yeah. <laughs> What do I on like, <laughs> <laughs> You're just horsing around. Like it was, yeah, it was yeah. a lot of fun, man. We had a lot of fun with it in there for sure. Like, <laughs> uh, and like to anyone that's you know thinking about going on the show and worried about that, mm-hmm. be yourself, man. Like you know what I mean. If you're comfortable with yourself and do something like that, like you'll be okay. You yeah. know what I mean. It's, mm-hmm. it's you do forget they're there after a time, but at the same time, you don't forget completely. And like you knew you know you're on TV. Yeah. But like
1: I said, man, It's it's a good experience for sure. Definitely. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, are there 12 house guests in the beginning or 16, 12 or 16? I can't remember. Sixteen. Okay. 16. Yeah. Tell me something. This is this is one of the last questions I wanted about Big Brother before we talk about post Big Brother. When yeah. you walk into the house and you see all of your house guests, all of your challengers, That's did true. you have someone pick beside yourself? Like you wanted to win, of course. Did you have someone picked to be in the top two or even win just by looking at your house guests?
0: Just by looking at them? Yeah. Uh, well, hmm. You know what, man? I had day one, first meeting. Uh, I had Ty up there because he just looked like he was athletic and like I know him. Something there, man. Like we just, we just got online in the beginning right now mm-hmm. like things were sour later on in row but we never really got hostile with each other or anything like that yeah i had him picked up there um and uh who else did i have picked like uh it's funny too like i knew claudia was going to do well uh yeah. they were the top two again they're like, thinking about it right I now that, <laughs> <laughs> i did pretty good <laughs> yeah uh claudia was definitely one of them too because i just i just love her charm man like and mm-hmm. I, I, she was small, but I knew that was going to be an athletic smile. I knew that she was going to be a, a competitor in comps,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, and Hope too. Man, like I got seen Hope too. Like I, I always tell Hope till till right now, I was more your fan than your friend for a lot of that show. Like wow. I was, rooting, I was rooting for him more so than I was, you know, rooting against him. Like yeah, when I was campaigning to stay mm-hmm. over Hope. Like I was also given, like, no matter what happens, you're getting a good one. I was like, yeah. Hope brings this to the table. Like I never once said bad about him because I just I just couldn't do it because I believed I believed in him you know Mm -hmm. I still do yeah so like I definitely hope up there in a a competition standpoint uh in Koozie and like the list went on and Rob like I had you know I had Rob up there too um but as the game goes on you start to see like what socially what's going to happen because social is such a huge part of that game comps are important because it it it, it sways power mm-hmm. but you got a super good social game like you can
1: you can win the whole thing and i had to worry about comps you know yeah I mean? you're so right but and you know what i was fascinated with though at the end when ty like everyone was against ty yeah. and he just kept winning because like mm-hmm. you said you know it's your alliance and social if you have the numbers it's hard to it's hard to beat that yeah. but when everyone's against you and then all of a sudden you're winning back-to-back comps where if you didn't win, you'd be kicked out. But just winning, I'm like, wow, he, he fought his way right to the end. So I'm yeah. so glad that he made that decision to stay in the house when Zach was like, Oh, he oh wanna go. I'm like, no, don't. What are you doing, man? This is your game, your experience. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
0: Bro, like when I seen him when he came back and went up in the room, like, your room him, like you in the room stuff, and like he just I knew we wanted some alone time and just kind of fo- refocus in because like I know how challenging that game can be because like at times, like you said like there was a time I didn't know if I was going to be there. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to sink it in and uh, but at the same time man like I'm happy you stayed like you yeah. know regardless of all of the whatever the, the noise and the mess like at the end of the day we're there for our own experiences mm-hmm. you know and I felt like well hey he won uh, he got the he, he won the top prize so but that aside, like even if he didn't win, mm-hmm. he owed it to himself to experience whatever that thing, whatever came out of it. Like it doesn't matter if you win or lose in that game, you still experience it. And like right. as as a human being in life, you're going to look back and remember that whole experience, whether you won or lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he owed it to himself to do that. Yeah. So I'm happy he stayed. I'm happy he experienced it. And like besides the fact he won, I'm happy he got to enjoy the whole Big Brother experience. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out and limb here and say it. he's very thankful he did
1: it. Yeah, It's called my gut instinct. I'm going to say he's thankful stayed. So mm-hmm. true. So true. Okay. Now, when you got voted out, um, when you're out of that house, I like to f- hear from my guest that's, that been in the house. So you're on stage with Arisa. What is that first feeling like sitting down talking to Arisa?
0: Oh my God, man. That was so cool. That was like... I, to be honest with you, like, I, I knew if I didn't win, I was going to look forward to locking out that door and sitting down with Orissa and it was everything I dreamt it would be and more like it was surreal because a, I got to sit down and chalk it up with Orissa. I mean, like that's, that itself is an amazing experience. And like I got to, and it was my first time out of the house since I went in. Um, and I felt alive. like I felt the energy, like you literally feel the energy in the room of like people that are in the room with you. Like I felt so positive. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, It was, it was a sense of joy and happiness. I wasn't bitter in any way. I was excited that I just did that whole thing. I was excited to go to jury and see Dan. Uh, (laughs) I was was excited to experience jury. Mm -hmm. I was very thankful that I was part of jury. Um, And like just, I could have sat there and talked to Arissa all day. Like, you know, what I mean, I like to think that there was good chemistry there. And she's very good at what she does. She's very welcoming. Her energy is positive and infectious.
1: Like it was it was incredible. That's probably the best word to describe the whole wow. thing, is incredible. Yeah. yeah. And you and you touched on jury. So now I'm glad you gave me that that feeling you felt on stage talking to Arissa. And then you mentioned Jury. But I want to know, go into a little bit more detail when you're because it shows you know on tv it shows you driving to the location yeah when you come out the car and everyone's there what's that feeling like seeing your former house guests you may have like some bitterness like gain bitterness towards someone or you might be joyful because you seen someone you like like when you and you and hug you and hugged when when you met and I'm like whoa that got to me too man but tell me what that feeling oh man it is surreal so surreal even when i when i
0: crept up on dan and gave him a hug and he seen me for the first time it was like it was shock but at the same time you're like man i feel like i haven't seen you forever and even though it's been a week like it feels like i haven't seen him forever and i was just genuinely happy to see him yeah so so to spend time and jury with him and then santina popped in immediately that day like i was and I was super surprised to see Santina. Did not want to see her there yeah. I had her picked for like top two. Yeah. But it was uh it was crazy, man. And then when Hope came in, like I was I'm not gonna lie to you, I was super happy to see him. I didn't yeah. I, in, in a personal spoil or uh, selfish way. I was yeah. sad that the game ended because I wanted him to go far, <laughs> but yeah. I was like I was pumped I had injury jury with me. Like, yeah. maybe, like, I didn't tell that by a hog. But yeah. uh yeah no man, I can't I can't lie. I was excited to see everybody. Like, you yeah. know I, mean?
2: mm-hmm. I
0: was super shocked to see Koozie. Uh, then when I seen Shania, I was every every person that came in was a sense of shock. You're just like what? Yeah. How? <laughs> was like, yeah. How? <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, now back on the stage for voting. You see Claudia and you see Ty. Did you have a sense of who was gonna win? And who you were going to vote for?
0: And I, I, I was back and forth. I don't know if you could see it, but like I got sweating on the inside, like because I love, like I, re- I still think a lot of Claudia. I really do. Like right. you know, I, she called me right now, needed something. Like I do my, I do whatever was in my power to make you know, give her help she needed or whatever. i would be there for her heartbeat uh but at Todd, too there was there was also a level of respect and then in, in jury hearing about like the POVs like you said, like he never had nobody like he was just literally his back was against the wall and he fought his way out of it. Mm-hmm. that earned my respect, you know mm-hmm. what I mean and uh, so it was literally up in the air when two of them were there God was awesome. like man i I felt like I couldn't pick a wrong one. yeah, I wanted to be fair and that you know, and at the end of the day they both won. You know what I mean? Both walked away with something, you know, I was very ha- It kind of gave me a sense of peace knowing that, like mm-hmm. that one person walked away with the grand prize and the other person walked away with zero. It was like two of them won. two yeah. of them had the top two, two of them will have forever have that top two. Um, so I kind of, kind of like in my head, I was like, okay, you know, whatever decision I do make, there's no wrong. Yeah. Uh, but uh so I don't regret my decision, but at the same time, I wish I could have voted for both of them. I like I respected both of them and with Claudia, it was like it was a deeper sense of like I would have been there for her in a heartbeat. I yeah. wish we had to game more, I really do. But it you know, the way things were in the house, she was like had a showman's with Ty, and I just didn't game with Ty. So mm-hmm. I couldn't really, you know. everything out there with her because i was afraid that it could get back to time but uh even though i felt like i I could trust her but Mm -hmm. but uh yeah man so i you know it was a hard decision i made it and it was a tough one for sure yeah it was tough seeing daniel c walk out too because like i really uh, man i i love that guy so much daniel uh he's someone i'm also very close with Mm -hmm. uh and he he his energy so if infectious he's one of those people when you're around like you just feel so positive because his energy is infectious
1: yeah his mean, social game was pretty incredible in that house is uh, you know what's weird though how you ha- some people have to really find themselves yeah. like hope was both full right from the beginning and he had all the energy but from TV I'm talking about what we seen i was watching daniel and i'm like he seemed more reserved and quiet and not he couldn't find his place and then the crown and everything and then later on in the show like yeah, he, he became did. that person and i'm like okay he found himself in the show you yeah. know what i mean
0: he did man he did he he'll tell he himself at the beginning of that game he he felt like he didn't fit in like yes. fit, fit in in a sense like with different groups yeah but, boy, did he ever fit in, Like find his place in that game because, like, truly, everyone loved him. Everyone still loves him. Like, his, his, he. I don't know. He Well, he made it to the bottom three. So, like, that tells you right there, like, people – yeah, he was a threat. And I, I'll say it to them that he, he's incredibly athletic. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's just – you know, he's – earn more respect early on in the game in that regard. I was like, this guy's gonna be a competitor in competitions. Yeah. Social game is to the it's not like where he's going around making promises or anything. He's just literally so lovable and mm-hmm. smart. Like he's incredibly smart, right? And like, you know, he gave me advice in that game. It helped mm-hmm. me. So uh yeah no I got nothing but the utmost respect for him. And he fought for that game and, and you know it paid off for him. He, he was in the bottom three. So like
1: that that itself is like an amazing accomplishment, especially in that game. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah man yeah. thanks for sharing that now coming to the end of the podcast now um post big brother first of all i want to know i know a lot of canadian big brother former house guests probably reached out to you and you've yeah. had conversations but any american house guests reach out to you too
0: no i haven't heard from any american house guests which mm-hmm. i do know of lot, like from being a fan of the show. Okay. But, yeah. uh, no, I don't. I know I haven't had any American uh, reach, American house guests reach out that I can think of right now at the moment. Because when I first got out, it was crazy. It was just mess. I didn't even look at social media for like, I'm gonna say a couple weeks easy.
1: Are you serious?
0: Yeah, because I was <sighs> just, so, I was so like, I just enjoyed the fact that I was with my wife and with my family and just took in the air, took in the whole experience. Yeah. I didn't want to dive into the phone and social okay. media right away. Mm-hmm. And, so I took like a couple weeks off and, um, uh, just from social, uh, but yeah, no, man, everyone that reached out to me and that's another thing about this whole experience is mm-hmm. like the alumni, man, like the alumni, like from season one to season 11 is incredible. Like you yeah. know, at the drop of a hat, like if I message, I don't know, any of them mm-hmm. with voice or, or, or just help with like how to navigate everything or just to talk about the game, they're there like yeah. you know, like they're there like um tremendously like last night i had a i had a dinner with a lot yeah. of the alumni oh, yeah.
1: I know. Um, not,
0: not all of them unfortunately but like i'm hoping that everyone will come together eventually
1: i'll mm-hmm.
0: we'll get together but uh just incredible like you know what i mean everybody got a different pers- like uh experience in the game mm-hmm. but we all it's we all can relate and just talk about the whole experience. And it's incredible. And like, so I'm very thankful for that. Very thankful for all the alumni that reached out to me. Uh, yeah. and who's been there for me whenever I needed something just to talk. Uh, I'm incredibly thankful for that. So, yeah, just really proud and privileged to be part of the whole thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Sweet. And I seen that picture on Instagram. Um, yeah. you're with yeah. Tina and, and Adam, I believe. I don't know the other two. I can't remember, but uh, um, John, 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 right?
0: Yeah. And you know,
1: they're from season two. Season yeah. two. Yeah. John was one of my favorite in his season. Oh, he's a, he's, yeah.
0: he's a riot, man. He's he's a big person. <laughs> he's a big guy and big personality. Yeah, he's, yeah.
1: He's, he won his season too, I He did. You know, he did.
0: Yeah. He, he kind of hashed it out to me last night. Like we just talked about it, and like it was incredible to hear stories of people's experience. Like it's really fun, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Amazing. Okay, and now. Have you when you got back on social? Now this is part of your life now because you're doing a lot of things. So you're using this now as like a marketing tool to, to do, let the people know what you're doing now. Um post big brother.
0: Absolutely. Like I'm still trying to figure it out. I mean, I don't think anyone actually figures it out, but I'm just trying to find my way. Uh, you know what, man? Like I I love I love interacting with people. Mm-hmm. I love being, I love being in entertainment industry like being on the show kind of my eyes the things i never knew i love so much like yeah whether it be in front or behind or whatever just being involved in production or or in, in entertainment in some way and stuff like this like here, talking to you like i, I love this man this was i was so looking forward to sitting down and yeah talking to you. like you know last night i was like oh, i can't wait for tomorrow yeah, but yeah <laughs> uh, i love it so like i'm looking to push forward on that and whatever happens like yeah, I got my goals, like there's things, that, directions I want to go, but like whatever comes, I'll definitely be, I'll be very, uh, I'm not willing to turn down opportunity. So whatever opportunity and whatever way, shape and form comes, I'll definitely be open to it. And, uh, I look forward to tomorrow because I don't know what it's going to bring. Yeah. So, you know what well, I mean? Well so, yeah. Just kind of working hard each and every day, learning wherever I can and just being thankful for the moment, but also looking forward
1: to the future. Mm-hmm. nice nice thanks for letting us know i seen a post too is it the franklin hotel you had a nice yeah. post and it went to music and everything yeah yeah yeah, uh,
0: yeah yeah yeah.
1: what was that what was that about well
0: it's frank i did a i did a collab with the hotel i knew her hotel here in on the island down on water street called franklin hotel yeah uh, absolutely incredible if you're looking for that east coast vibe but a little bit classy mm-hmm. like a classy vibe but like east coast down home feel franklin mm-hmm. Hotel is where it's at, man and yeah. uh I'm not just saying that because I had a collab with them or whatever. I actually mean it like, you know, I'll go back there tomorrow. Mm. So it's definitely stuff like that, man. is so fun because like I get to represent something I believe in, work with, you know, incredible businesses and stuff like that is really fun to get out there and just promote and uh, have fun with it, man. Because at the end of the day, like, let's be honest, what way people do the social media stuff. Yeah, it's right. a business, but mm. at the same time you do it because it's fun, you know? Mm. So, mm. so like, you know your podcasts are amazing. You know, fun to have these podcasts, and you do it because you love it. You do it because it's fun. There you, you know?
1: go. Yeah, so right, man. Yo, before I get into the the, the real top questions, yeah. Before we recorded, we were talking about balls. So oh, you yeah. play, you play ball. How long have you been playing? Because you're six five. That's a nice height. That's a dunkable height. You can dunk probably, but um. Oh yeah. Man. I can I I throw you know,
0: down. I can throw down now, but I ruptured my Achilles. So I uh, I can't get up there like I could, mm-hmm. but uh, I got to go have two feet now. And I was one leg jumper. Uh, yeah. I, I mimic LeBron best I could, right? So, <laughs> uh, it, but uh, yeah, no man, I played ball my whole life since I've been ten years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played around Newfoundland, traveled Canada, uh, met a lot of cool people. Got a son, Steve Nash rookie card, which is pretty cool.
2: Wow! Yeah,
0: yeah, I got to play some, got to play a couple NBA guys like Robert Scar and all these guys and. It was pretty fun, right? So, uh yeah, man. I'm, I'm, but at the same time, like, if I never play, I can sit down and watch it all the time. Like, I just yeah. love being around the sport. I love being in the court. I love the sand of sneakers on the floor. I love the smell of the fresh basketball. I love the sand of basketball okay. hitting hardwood. I just, I enjoy it. It's, it's passion of mine. Yeah. Uh, so, I'll, I'll, for, I'll be like that eighty odd year old man just sitting at the court watching the young people come. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, so two things. First of all, we talked about talked about this before the podcast but i want to ask you how you felt about hope because he had that raptors um oh, photo shoot thing but let the people know too um did you love toronto you said right you love toronto raptors and you make your way down here when you can too right bro like
0: honestly i'm not just saying that for a cloud or whatever but the six toronto it is like my favorite city i love it me and my wife my son go there as much as we possibly can I'm a I'm a diehard Raptors fan. I don't think you can be any more a fan of, of a sports team than what I am of the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's incredible, man. Uh, it, you know, I got to see Kawhi Leonard. I got to see Demar Rose and Kyle Lowry. I haven't got to see Scotty B yet. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Messiah, uh, you know, I, I, I'm just I'm, – I love Toronto. Like, I honestly do. It's one of my favorite cities to be in. Every time I'm there, I have an incredible time. I'm sad to leave each and every time. Uh, so like, um, if I was to move after rock, it would definitely be
1: in Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then how did you feel when hope got that, um, that photo shoot and photo shoot with the Raptors Jersey on you seen that, right? Oh, right. yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I couldn't wait uh, to see it. Um, uh, I said, well, first off, I told him I was like, man, you look good in that. I was like, you look good in that jersey. Yeah. But that uh, it was so cool, man. I was so pumped for him that he got the, that he was part of something like that. I mean, it's incredible, man. He got to be part, and like I'm pretty sure he's worked with a couple of the guys, like Pascal Siak, and Like he's met a lot of the Toronto Raptors. He's done a lot of work with like Red Bull and stuff. And so yeah. like I was jealous of him, but I was proud of him at the same time. Like he, he's made for that. Like, he's he's you know you, you you've talked about because yeah, the energy yeah. is infectious and like it's no, when you're around him it's hard not to be amped up because like he's you'd vibe off him right so yeah. he's definitely out for stuff like that and his potential is through the roof you know what yeah I, mean? I, I like the work that he does with kids too man so oh man yeah and that's what i told him in the house too i was like man like that's incredible i was like mm-hmm. i was like you know not only are you uh you know working with the kids man like they love you and you're helping shape them into a better person for the future. Like they're looking at you being like, you know, that's hope and like watching your work ethic, watching your positive energy and they're vibing off it. And, you know, that's helping build their character for things in the future because, and these kids, like, you know, you bring, you know, kids are in sport is, it's it's a beautiful thing. And when you put a good positive role model next to them, like it it, it
1: definitely helps shape the future. Yeah, and for you now, when you walk out, of your house like are you recognized now like how is that feeling it, it-
0: oh, it's incredible man it's it's so cool and yeah definitely man i went to a wedding last weekend and like i felt bad because like it just, it just you know i got a lot of love like and like yeah. it's i'm so thankful for it because we could be gone in a heartbeat uh but at the same time like it makes me nervous because i'm like oh, i hope i'm everything they thought i would be if they met me you know what i mean i hope i'm living up to the standard i can't really think like that's a bad way to think but uh, because uh, I can just be me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, it's incredible. I'm very thankful for it. Definitely more recognizable, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> get a lot of love. And I love the kids, man. The kids yeah. come up to me. Uh, kids, and, like, the look on your face is like they're meeting your hero. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I'm so incredibly thankful for that. Like, the, I think the first person to come up to me when I when I was on the show, uh, after or during finale or after finale, was a kid. And, like, it was literally like you met his hero. And, like, I felt like I was meeting someone special to me because it meant so much to me, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it was uh,
0: it, It's definitely really cool, really
1: cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Before I ask this question too, man, like, like this conversation is amazing. Um, you just said something there, so I'm just wondering how you feel because you know who you are. You're not to you. You're not a star, or you're not someone yeah. special, right? but because you're on tv and you're in the show and and you're so infectious and stuff when you see a kid act like wow you're in front of me what does that do to you though because it's you know what i'm saying like how do you see yourself like that and you know what i'm saying right like that that what they're getting do you just accept it and like okay yeah i i I get it you know what i mean why they're like this
0: um to be honest with you everyone everyone that says that to me or a kid or whatever kind of like almost gives you superpowers mm-hmm. in a sense that it, it gives you the confidence you need to keep pushing forward because like I'm a human man. Like anybody who says like they're always wake up like with self-confidence and they're, they're, they're shit or whatever. Uh, there's times that they don't think like that. So yeah. you, you need you need it. And like, to be honest, like, let's be honest without fans, without the love and support, you don't have a show. Without mm-hmm. fans, love and support, you don't have a character.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
0: the feel that I had love and support and fans and like getting that Canada's favorite vote gave me nothing but the utmost confidence in myself. Not to the point where I'm like cocky or arrogant, mm-hmm. but it gave me the sense of confidence that I should believe in myself and I can push forward and do things that I never thought I could do. Mm-hmm. And this person believes in me, I owe it to them to keep pushing forward. Cause mm-hmm. you know, with them believing me, I want to give them something to believe in. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So it's uh it's it's I can't say it enough. Like when I do get love and support from anybody, mm-hmm. it's appreciated. And I'm so thankful for it. I'm not just saying that like passive, like, oh, thank you, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very grateful. If if I have one fan,
1: I'm very grateful for that one fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. So. Sweet, man. Thank you. Okay. Now let me mix this up. You know it doesn't matter. Because it depends on what you're choosing. <laughs> <A> Star Scorpio <laughs> question, Blue Jays or Raptors? rappers Mm. gotta go with the raps Mm. name one challenging thing you had to overcome in life
0: uh probably oh wow that's a uh, challenging thing i had to come over uh life. Hmm, i'd have to go with You know, uh, probably being a young dad, uh, being a young father, for sure. Uh, in the sense, though, it's something I conquered and made me a better person. is because, like, when you're – I didn't have anything, uh, you know, in the sense that I didn't have a career. I didn't have a job. I was a young kid who – a snot-nosed kid who, you know, thought I was invincible. So, uh, but when I had my boy, I remember when I driving to see him. And uh, I was so nervous, like my hands were shaking and I was like, I'm not gonna be able to hold them and I can be able to do this. Like I'm gonna be so scared. And when I held him for the first time, it was like my life changed forever. I knew my purpose. My purpose was to make sure that this boy has the best life possible that I can give him. So uh, I was motivated for many, many, many years in that sense. And now where I'm stepping out of the ordinary and trying to step into an industry and 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 a profession that I don't know much about and I'm learning and I'm trying to push forward. My son, who's now 13, believes in me. He, he, he sees it and he, he supports me. And I, and we have such a close bond and relationship. So, you know, like I said in the house is like, you know, sometimes you can feel like you're taking it on the chin and you're, you're, you're taking L's after L's and losses. You're going to get your win. You know, your win is coming. Like it, does, you know, it might not come tomorrow, but you keep pushing forward. You're going to get your win. You know what I mean. You might lose a hundred times before you get that win, but you're going to get it. So my win right now is I'm at a point in my life where I'm comfortable. I'm happy. Uh, I have a beautiful family, and my son is a grown young man. And I, you know, I did it I, when I held him for the first time, and I, I focused in and looked to right now, and I can look at it and say I did it. So it was very challenging, but
1: very rewarding. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Okay, no we're on the last part of the show now. Right, yes, three balloons. Now, as everyone knows, I donate to a charity after every episode, mm-hmm. and the three in the balloons is Claus Coartha Lake's Animal Wellness Society, the Fundraiser Warriors, and Make a Wish Foundation. So Jonathan, we'll see which one I'm donating to. 100 dollars So if anyone's seen my Pac-Man challenge, I'll be donating 100 dollars to the charity that Jonathan Jonathan chooses. Which one? Left, middle, or right? Uh
0: check out the Pac-Man things.
1: So entertaining,
0: by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's awesome. But the <laughs> middle,
1: middle one. I gotta go with the middle. And cut cut the middle. You know what I mean? Cut the middle. Let's do this. You're not going to hear the pop. Like some of my guests say they can't hear the pop.
0: (laughs) Oh, I heard a little
1: bit. Oh, you did? Okay. Okay. Season seven, episode nine. Star Scorpio, we will be donating to. Oh, wow. Back to back. I don't know if you're going to be able to see it. Oh, make uh, a a a wish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. 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 All right, Jonathan, thank you for coming out today. Let the people know where they can find you.
0: Well, you can catch me on Instagram at JonathanBBCan11, uh, TikTok JonathanLeonard11. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for right now. I mean, you can get me on Twitter at Jonathan JonathanBBCan11 uh, as well. Uh, yeah, follow me on my uh, social media as platforms. And, uh, yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep pushing forward. And I'm so thankful for each and every one of you fans that supported me during the show and support me now, honestly, like from the bottom of my heart, like I honestly, so thankful. I wish I could get together with each and every one of you and just, you know, chalk it up and tell you how thankful
1: I truly am. So uh, let's keep going. Let's keep rocking and keep pushing forward. Let's go. I really appreciate you coming out today. Oh man. I don't even want to end it, but (laughs) this is, (laughs) this is season seven Real Talk with Star Scorpion with Jonathan, and we out.